Hey, welcome back to Smiley Sound, the influences of Brett and Smiley. I am your host, Brett Marcotte. Today, we're going to be talking about the DC Beat Tape. The DC Beat Tape is a special beat tape to me, and I felt like I had to get it out kind of before I'd really do anything else because it is a project that I did after a visit with my grandfather, and he lives down in... Gaithersburg, Maryland, right outside D.C., but what I normally do is I'll go visit downtown D.C., as I like to call it, or National Mall, whatever everybody, whatever everybody else likes to refer to it, and I just like to take in not only, like, the train ride there, he lives off of one of the stops on the metro, and I just enjoy going from the metro where he's at all the way down to the National Mall is just walking around, sitting on benches, just on a nice, the nicest day I can find that him and I are not golfing. I'll go visit a friend of mine and just make beats. But I felt like this was the first one I had to do because it was in the time I was making all the music for everything else. And not only was I making the music for everything else, it was uh, like resume and then like all the other projects that came out throughout the the year. But um, I was making projects just to get ready to release something. And this one in particular, it was in the airport on the way out. I just saved it in one file and I just labeled it BWI beat tape, nothing more. And I just didn't feel like using the BWI uh, for just many reasons. But um, I wanted to just, it be known that it was just after me having a vibe of just be with my grandfather for the whole time and just like our entire trip together it was just one of those i was like all right everything that i messed with in ableton i want to take all of it and every way possible just hone all those sounds on a couple tracks and by a couple i mean 14 it's label is 14 when you look at it going through because if you look at it chronologically you see one two three and so on and so forth but I skip a couple numbers because I did actually take a couple odds. I was like, not on 14. I want to do like 12 tracks. So I skipped up on the fourth. I didn't use the fourth one in that pack, and I didn't use the eighth one in that pack. But it kind of just goes through all the way as if it's 14, but it's really 12 tracks. So if you wondered, that's the reasoning why I did that. And if it sounds to you like it's just a bunch of random nonsense it really was just a bunch of random nonsense so uh, the fun thing about this software that i use and uh this is not me uh promoting ableton this is this is for me promoting ableton for my own uh experience but i'm not promoting it for money from them but in ableton it is as if you can Take any possibility with music, as far as recording, and every possibility for a digital audio workstation with synthesizers, drums, and um, sampling. Whatever you, you would like to do, you can do it in Ableton and the simple version of it. I do not own the full version of it yet, and I'm waiting to get it myself, but it uh, just with what I have, I have made all of my music. Every single track you've heard it is simple because I have the simple software. I'm looking, I do use FL with uh, Brassel and I do use Logic. Uh, as I had mentioned in a prior episode that my friend Justin uh, introduced that to me a while back. But uh, we, 
I, I just really use it for recording other kind of stuff. But when it comes to beat making, I just, for whatever reason, Ableton is it for me. It'll always just be the, 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 the go-to. So when you dig into everything on Ableton, there's just endless amounts of sounds, as you can hear on this tape, essentially. But it's just me digging through and just making whatever music I can just from the vibe I've gotten from days prior on the trip. I was on my way home. This was just me kind of being like, all right, what did I make? And how can I reproduce it in a different way? Because the cool thing about creating music is recreating stuff. So when I say that, I mean like rearranging it for different instruments, rearranging it for different rhythms. If you look through the catalogs of many people's music, I, I, I really can't think of an exact example off the top of my head for, for the moment. But uh, when it comes to rearranges of music, Prince does it, did it a lot. Uh, there's a lot of blues musicians who did it a lot. There's a lot of... Uh, you hear just different Hendrix takes throughout the years. My personal favorite thing about Hendrix, uh, not to go off topic, but uh, he has a song called Fire. I discovered it on the Valleys of Neptune album. I didn't know he did it on an album back in the day as well. I just heard that recording, and I was like, this is the coolest recording I've ever heard of. Like, it's just so raw, so crazy, so cool. And then to figure out they used a whole different recording from that in the past, but before I, I did just like, I kind of looked through Hendrix on YouTube growing up and then, like, purchased with my own money, like, newer albums because I was like, all right, what is, like, people rediscovering for Hendrix? Like, I need to know that. It's like, as, my biggest thing, as soon as it happens, that a Hendrix album drops, even if it's a live album, boom, download immediately. Out of respect for the artist, for one, but also because I just need to know, like, that's if you're a guitarist, that is the top tier dude right there that you worship. And majority of guitarists feel that way. I know there's some other ones that feel there's uh, other bigger names, Clapton, Chip Page. They're great as well. They're all in the same tier as my in my book. Uh, they're all the Yardbird Brothers, as I call them, Clapton, Page, and uh, Jeff Beck. But Hendrix is the top tier guitarist. But getting back to Ableton, when you look through Ableton, there's just so much that you can do to create any type of music and that was what i wanted to create with this project was just a kind of like a scrapbook if you will of just random stuff with ableton so getting back to dc as well dc is a huge thing for me because as i said my grandfather's down there but my hope my mother's from there my whole, the whole other side of the family grew up down there we just uh, came up here to rhode island and uh, regardless, every time I go down there, it's just special. It's uh, an experience with my family. I love going down there. I wanted to make sure my first, uh, you know, unofficial, official first project be something special from down there. So I was just like, you know what, I'm making this. I'll put it out next year. And I think I made it, I made it probably in September of 2019, put it out in April of 2020. Just held on to it and kept listening and listening and like, tweaking stuff here and there but the sound experimentation all just from any beat that i made i'll probably release uh, dc part two and that will just be the ones that i make from me just walking around dc plopping down on a bench and uh, going from there because that's the the best way to do it. i might do i don't know whatever two will be could be the subway experience three could be the me walking through the national that's why I, I got beats on deck and i continue to make more once uh, I go start visiting D.C. a little more. But 
love doing that more than anything and spending time with my family while I'm down there as well. All my cousins, they, uh, I'll keep their names out of this, but y'all know who you are. I love you all very much. The, and my grandfather as well. I think my grandfather is probably the biggest inspiration for me. Just, uh, continuing every little thing I've wanted to do my entire life. Like he, every time I talk to him, I joke, he kind of little inside joke between us, but everything I say, he's just do it. <laughs> like, All right, bro. I got you. I'll do it. So he, he, he always just makes me laugh with that, but he means it. He's just like, you're not gonna, he, we had the discussion one day about some stuff with music and he, he was just saying, you know, no one can hear it. If it's just in your laptop, like you need to put it out. And I was like, you're very right. And that's kind of how I came about 2020 of putting it out. I was like, I'm going to just start slowly putting stuff out and let's see for 2021. Let's see how much music I end up putting out on the table. But I think the biggest thing with this tape as well is every little thing about it with, uh, it's not just the, the stock sounds. I just made sure I went in there and like it messed with the modulation a little and I made sure, like, the frequencies, like, I made sure every little thing was just had a little something. So that way, when you, while you're listening to this tape, it's as if there's, you can't miss a second because something is going to change. And this is pre-420 Mike Dean album. This is uh, just techniques that I have learned listening to EDM. And another shout out to my homie Brassel. He'll be on this eventually. Uh, he taught me these techniques through just listening to all the stuff he's shown me really like i'd be listening to how do you do that oh he messed with this and that like oh all right so a lot of knowledge goes into these uh projects as well as the sounds so essentially what i wanted to make sure i did was uh create a not exactly a sample pack but a pre-sample pack type thing and just make it available to friends, family, fans, whatever else, whoever else downloads my music from here on out because I just want to make sure that they know what product that they're getting before anything else that I do because I have uh, record ideas of I'm uh, starting to do kind of more like rock vibey stuff, like pop rock type things. I'm a huge fan of uh, music like that. I grew up on music like that. So I want to make sure that the people who also grow up on music like that can get some inspiration to get up and do what they want, and then they can listen through my catalog of music and then decipher through what they want to do for their sounds. Because it's very important through the influence of music that you experiment. And that's everything I do, I will push experimentation. And regardless of what it is, I will push the fact that it is me making something off the whim and putting it out to the public and making sure that it's as good quality as it can be, but the f- the fi- before the final product, it's all experimentation, and then I do all the things I need to do. But continuing for the type of thing with a sample pack, if you don't know what a sample pack is, it's because it's a very uh, it's a music producer type of uh, product. So for my me, for example, I go to splice.com not advertising for them by the way again and um they that website has all of these samples that you can go through and it's just the individual like if you just hear 
a bass of mine from one of those songs, that bass can be a sample used for the sample pack. Or if you just hear a certain drum fill or a certain drum hit, I can you can have the pattern and then just the individual one hit of the product as well. And then you also have the synths, basses, just whatever else. There's so many like different... You can do guitars, bass, bass guitars, ukuleles, cigar box guitars, just naming stuff that I have around me at the moment. And then you can record in like harmonicas, whatever else you 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 feel like throwing into a song, you can throw it into a sample pack. And I have enough to do a couple at the moment. I'm just kind of uh, experimenting myself, but that is the next move besides the uh, beat making. And I think another thing I need to point out as well is I am uh, I'm on BeatStars uh, in the, my own section, Brett and Smiley, of those type of beats. But this project kind of was that reasoning I put it out was I was like, as well as resume where I was like, I need people to see that I can do these type of, of songs with rap, singing and things like that and just heavier gain type of things and uh, experimentation, guitar solos. I was like, I need people to know that beats are another product that I do, and then they can go off and listen to them on their own. Let it be the, the Brett and Smiley Beat Star stuff. I, I think that's a very cool thing. People can purchase my beats and then do their own music. I think that's the, the goal of any producer. Not only have their own stuff, but have everybody else join in as well. That's like the coolest thing. And Beat Stars is a very dope uh, outlet for it. Again, not advertising for them. That's just... I think it's an awesome outlet for producers, especially the, you know, make a little money here and there, but like, it's nothing, uh, nothing short of an awesome experience. I mean, the money is great as well, but it's just, uh, it's very cool to have people give you feedback, have people repost it and then other people like the chain of, uh, ways you can go about on that site is great it's an organic very new site as well so i like that this beat tape took onto a uh a form of itself before i did that because you know this is a nice something to, to also reference me off of from those beats those beats are very new very fresh i only started them uh beginning of this month but it's very nice to have that outlet as well for musicians on top of sample packs because i was ready to start with sample packs but it wasn't it wasn't ready enough i wanted more product out before and uh eventually i plan on doing a podcast of creation and how you can use creation to uh make a living for yourself but at the moment you know i'm just getting started with it so i don't feel the need to uh talk about something that I'm not experienced enough in yet. Like it's very, very new to me. And I just, I like watching it grow and uh, how much more I can do from just different outlets and different things and watching the artists that do it and watch how they go about it. I think that's a very cool thing to do as well. Cause with music nowadays, you really need to be paying attention to other people as well when, with your products, you know what I mean? Like merch, uh like you take inspiration from people like my merch it, it's all um will be for sale soon but for my merch it's all just stuff that can span off of my products that i have so for example like 
beat tapes. Eventually, I'm going to try to do cassette tapes and things of that type of sort. And you can, another thing, like, uh, t-shirts, you can just do the album covers, and then that can contribute to the, to things. You can do all sorts of type of things with music nowadays. And once I actually get a solid understanding in the next couple of years, I will make another podcast about stuff like that. But as we speak, for my music that I am making at the moment, I am satisfied with the way things are going. I'm satisfied with uh, the products that I've put out, and I will continue to make more products. Definitely at a higher quality. I feel like everything that I do has a higher quality than the most recent, and that's why Resume, the DC beat tape, and then the EPs, instrumental EPs, Dark Days, and Bright Future... Uh, those, these three, they were all meant to come out at different times, but they all kind of dropped in the same weekend, which is cool. I was, I wasn't opposed to it. I I just was trying to get them to drop in March and some technical difficulties. I just didn't mix them well. I just personally like loud music and, uh, wanted to continue that trend throughout my music, you know, rap as well. I don't, it don't matter to me. Like I'm a, I'm a metalhead, I love rock and roll, I love a lot of stuff, and I'm going to be experimenting as much as I can to uh, create and just make as much as I can, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't feel there's limits with music, I feel music should be used in whatever outlets possible, and distributed in whatever outlets possible. So you need to do that yourself and figure out how you're, uh, how, how you can go about it. You know, how you can go about uh, marketing yourself and marketing the music and marketing, like, whatever. Like, it's just all something that you have to figure out, but you have to figure out your skill first. And a lot of people kind of jump with the gun. The kind of people want the, the fame, the clout, blah, 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 whatever. I've learned how to play guitar since I was in the third grade. And that was my introduction. Honestly, like, if you think back to it, like, I learned the recorder. I don't even remember when I learned the recorder. Maybe it was around the same time. But that was my introduction to music more than anything. I was like, this is cool. Let me apply it to that. And applied it to guitar. And then I played guitar to piano, piano to ukulele, and then ukulele to mandolin. I just, I, it's just a domino effect that I've just loved and like certain things. Like, one of those funny things, like, I learned how to play banjo because I play banjo roll type things from just watching different guitarists. And I think John Five was the first time I really saw it uh, back in the day. He did a bunch of YouTube stuff. And the thing that he did was a little banjo roll on a guitar, on the guitar, and I just watched him, and he kind of said, like, all right, so you need to position your fingers here, here, on these frets. I'm like, all right. So I took that note, and I'll never forget this to this day. I was jamming with some friends, and this kid is one of the coolest metal guitarists I've ever met. Like, he's just, like, very just down-to-earth and nice guy, but, like, when he rips, he rips. So he was going ham on this just, like, cool arpeggio uh, riffs. And uh, he was just coming to those things. He was like, what you got? So I start playing the little banjo riff, and his jaw dropped in the same way that mine did, though, to, for watching him. Because, like, I can do some stuff for, like, metal guitar, but, like, it's more just kind of, like, free stuff. Like, I, I don't, like, freestyle stuff, I mean, really, when, it, like, when, you, th- when you think of uh, soloing. I, I don't really think of technique often. Uh, I'm starting to now, now that this pandemic uh, put a hold on stuff, I'm just like going back and learning technique more and scales more, but 
before, especially back this time, definitely did not worry about it. I think this was high school. Actually, no, it was 100% high school. But um, he, we both looked at each other, and I just laughed. I'm like, you thought that was impressive? And he was just like, how did you do? And I just like walked him through it real quick. And I don't know if he, he uses it to this day. I think we kind of like when we were in, because we were in the same class. It was an instrumental class like at, at the high school. And we just kind of like, I'd ask him, like, can, you, can you do it? And i just do it quick. And then he, I think he would just try here and there. I can't really remember like if he ever mastered it or not, like in the same way that I did. But I still do it to this day in case you didn't know. But to the, the person that uh, we had that encounter with. But that was the most funny musical moment because I was like, both of these things, as guitarists, we should know them. They're just something that's not difficult. They're, they're just two things that are different from the genres that people put a box around. But I think that was my funniest moment. A lot of funny moments I've had with music. But yeah, like uh, when it comes to... This airport, actually, this airport experience, I'm thinking about it. Uh, all I really did to make this beat tape was just plop down near my... T- I don't even think I was at the right terminal. I think it was actually... I made a couple beats. was like, oh, I gotta go. And then figured out uh, where my <laughs> actual terminal was. Then plopped down in front of it, finished it. But either way, it was just one of those cool things in an airport... Throwing that, I didn't let anyone talk to me. I just boom, headphones. People thought I was just, you know, doing my homework or something, kinda, but not in that way. <laughs> I uh, and I love that. I love that thing about beat making because it, a a lot of uh, beat machines are starting to come out with speakers on them, and I think that's really cool. Like the NPC Live Two, I don't have that purchased yet, but it is in my future for sure because I think the coolest thing is the speaker option. So what I want to do is take that. And then make some beats live somewhere in a park, you know, or wherever it may be. And uh, get the vibes off the people, too. You know what I mean? Whoever's around. Like, just make some beats and chill. I think it's the coolest thing to do stuff like that. And uh, I'm happy that music is starting to move in, like, those sorts of directions. Because electronics are a huge part of creation now. Like, in every way. I mean, I can make things, iOS things on my phone. Hint, hint. That might be a beat tape soon. An iOS beat tape. But anyway, there's crazy amounts of apps on your phone that you can use to create music. There's no ex- if you like music at all in any way, if you just want to create something and just the beginning of creating something, I highly recommend going to the App Store and just putting in anything to do with music, really. I mean, it's a bunch of if you put in MIDI, M I D I, that's what the MIDI mapping is the feature that we do on these apps and that is how we create music through electronics so if you put that in there's probably going to be some options popping up for there but there's also going to be some tutorial things for you so that way you can make the music in these apps even GarageBand people don't realize Apple puts that on your phone to let you know it is here you can use it whenever you'd like and as a musician I love it I will Randomly in airports or uh, randomly on, uh, if, I'm, if I'm going to the family somewhere up to like, you know, New Hampshire or whatever, so the headphones in quick and just kind of like make something quick on my phone or if I'm in a hotel or anything, any, any like free time I have that I'm like not near a laptop or just don't want to use my laptop in that sitting because I don't want to kill it, I'll do that. And it's a whole nother experience of creation that 
the only equivalent thing I can have to not have in my laptop is having an instrument, a guitar. You know what I mean? I, I never thought I could have the beat making of GarageBand in my phone, ever. And then now that Apple just kind of like throws it on your uh, device anyway, I think that's the coolest thing. And you should definitely, if you have any sort of thought process of music and just want to create it, just go ahead. You can go ahead and create the keys and then record it in. And then you can go ahead and just record your vocals in like lives. A lot of people are starting to do the kind of products now. Again, I would like to do it as well soon. I would just like to get a lot of other stuff out first. But the D D DC beat tape, the whole premise around it was literally just a free creation of beats, uh, free to the, the whoever, essentially, and then just kind of whatever whatever way you download it, whatever way you listen to it, you know? Like, I just want it to be a, like a little something for the people just to listen to and have fun with. So if you enjoyed it, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to this podcast as well. And when it comes to these products and it comes to this type of music, it's all experimental and all different. I don't, I don't like putting a genre on things. I don't like boxing it in with that. It doesn't make any sense to do that, especially with a, a producer like myself. And I would like to one day be that person for whatever genre of whatever type of music. I just have not found exactly what time I'd like to go towards. I just like to create and just make things. And I'd like for this podcast, I'd like for all of my music to inspire that. I like every. I feel like every single project I have out right now, and when I continue the podcast with the rest of the uh, projects that I have, I feel like every single one just has their own element and how they sound different from the other. Even every song I have, I wanted to make everything just like a sonic little like uh, puzzle pieces, essentially, just kind of like. There's a lot of stuff I make around the same time. I'll just stretch it out and put it on different stuff. So I, I like looking at that in the artist. Like Kanye, that's my guy when it comes to that. Like I love listening to his common sessions and hearing like how those sessions played on certain albums of his as well. And like, of course, Jay-Z and Watch the Throne. Everything he did in 2010. Holy shit. I uh, just learned recently all of those albums were made in 2010. Throne, My Dude with Dark Twisted Fantasy, and Cruel Summer. That's outrageous. And if you don't know how crazy that is and how many more songs there are on top of all those albums, do your research. I'll do another thing about that eventually. But uh, either way, love making music, love talking about this stuff with you guys. And uh, when uh, I just hope that this inspires people to, you know, use your time wisely and just continue making music. If you ever had, if you were ever in band class growing up, if you ever had a music appreciation class and you were just kind of like, hey, how does that instrument sound? Or even if you like the way that instrument sounds and you want to get a cheap instrument, you want to get a guitar, you want to get a ukulele, you want to get a keyboard, you want to get... There are plenty of cheap options to make it work on besides your phone, besides your laptop, especially to younger people. If you get a ukulele and you get a anything, anything to keep you moving forward and recording and making music and then putting the products out and letting it, people know that you make products of audio of some sort, just do it. It's really dope and really cool. Highly recommend it. Keep on going. And till next time, this is Brett Marcotte and Smiley's sound, the influence of Brett and Smiley.